Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Shake them ropes for June 16th, 2014. I'm Rob McCarron. We'll be here with Jeff Hawkins in just a moment. We are live on shakethemropes.com. We are live to discuss tonight's WWE Raw. We are recording this immediately after tonight's episode where a lot of stuff happened. So we'll get into a full Raw rundown, what we think is going to happen uh, based on what happened tonight on Raw. And then next week, we will be back to talk about all this and more as we get the final push towards Money in the Bank and possibly a live report on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. If you want to get more information on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, an actual pay-per-view this time, you can go to rohwrestling.com. Follow Shake Them Ropes on Twitter, at Shake Them Ropes, and you can catch us when we are recording live. If you'd like to call in or send your comments our way to be read on air, you can also get information about recording the uh, episodes of the show and downloading them. We are available on Downcast, Stitcher, iTunes, and the episodes are uploaded immediately after we record on shakethemropes.com. So you can get all that information, follow along. We thank all of you who have listened over the last uh, couple of months as Jeff and I have started the show. Hopefully we can expand into more fun stuff as the show grows a little bit as we start getting into our groove. And we will be right back with Jeff to discuss tonight's Raw here on Shake Them Ropes in just a moment. Everybody and welcome to Shake Them Ropes on June sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. It is eleven twenty in the PM in the East Coast of the United States. We are live talking WWE Raw from tonight, where it's uh, what happened, where things are going. My name's Rob McCarran. We're with Jeff Hawkins as usual. Jeff, say hi to all the hundreds and hundreds of people. Ridiculously fresh opinions, so that my stupidity tastes much much clearer. I don't know. I've, that doesn't make sense, but continue. <laughs> so we'll we'll kick it off with the uh, with the big news tonight. Yes. I mean, we we can't ignore this fact, but Bully Ray is going into the TNA Hall of Fame. That's not actually the big news. Oh, thank God! I thought you were gonna go with like no. the, the Kings downtown LA parade, which was fantastic. Yeah, your LA Kings won the Stanley Cup. You went to the uh, decisive game five. You so you went to the parade too. Yes, well, the parade was right started right where I work. Oh, so okay. All I had to do was go out the door. Oh, but there you go. nobody's nobody's listening for hockey talk. I think Mike Sempervivi has made that clear. Hockey USA. All right, so <laughs> let's get right into it. A lot of things happened on Raw tonight that yes. will shape the future of the entire company. And then there was puking. Um, should we begin with the puking, or should we begin with the topics that will change the face of WWE forever? Uh, well, let me get your opinion over all of the show first. I thought it was a thumbs up. Okay. I thought overall, this show was a thumbs up. You had enough stuff happening. The first hour I really liked. Second hour, it started to drag a little bit. And when it came, it was about 940 when I looked at my watch thinking that, okay, uh, we might not be getting the gold dust segment after all, because this show's about to end. And I look at my clock and it's only 940. 
So that second hour definitely dragged quite a bit for me. Um, the third hour was whatever. It went by pretty quickly. Um, overall, though, I would give this show a thumbs up. You had a bunch of stuff that built towards the pay-per-view. Uh, you had a bunch of segments that I, I just liked watching. You have new faces in the main events for WWE. Uh, the Battle Royal I really liked a lot. Um, we'll get into everything. But yeah, overall, I think this was a, was a thumbs up. Um, you asking that question leads me to believe that you may have a different answer. Um, it's, mine's more of a less enthusiastic thumbs up, and I'll tell you why uh, in a second. Uh, I, I just love that you were clock watching for the Goldust segment. Well, I, I mean, I was waiting. I, I really wanted my prediction to come true. Oh, I know. Of Damian Sandow being the partner dressed as Goldust. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, that's a segment we're going to have. I was also thinking, okay, we haven't had The Miz return yet, and this show is in Cleveland. That should happen tonight too, right? And so I'm thinking of all these segments that still have to come by. And also, I was just thinking it was really late in the show because I have no frame of reference. Uh, right. Tonight, I watched Raw Live, and I didn't flip to other other programs some nights i'll watch it on dvr after watching uh another show or maybe the end of something but uh the usa hot or uh, soccer game got over five minutes to eight so i watched raw the entire way through i had no time no frame of reference i thought it was about ten thirty when in actuality it was only about nine forty. so uh yeah i, I, I my, okay and let me and now to uh raw Yes. And <laughs> um, wrong. I, I thought I thought they did a lot of good things for, for fear of anybody thinking I'm hate watching raw of of any kind. I, I want to enjoy it. I thought there was a lot of really good stuff in there. My my issue was that for all the characters that they really developed well here, they they had a fatal flaw in all of their builds. And it and it's drive and now I mean it really didn't hit me until around eight oh four when the final character that they had built up real well got his fatal flaw that, that, that it was just like, wow, I don't know. See, I, I just, it, it, it's, it's a lot of positive, but there's just things bugging me a bit. So let's go into it. Uh, Raw opened up tonight with the authority coming out to make an announcement. So an immediate flashback to last week when the exact same thing happened. Although this time, the WWE superstars were on the stage, so you knew this one was a really big deal. Uh, yes, come out and get your talking to superstars and stand there. Stand there and take it. John Cena was standing right next to Seth Rollins. And not fighting. Unbelievable. I'm just perfectly fine. Well, I mean, John knows when it's time. Seth know. knows when it's time. This okay. wasn't the right time, I guess. Uh, so they're standing right next to each other. Triple H starts talking about how the superstars deserve a champion and, and the WWE is at its best when it has a strong champion and Daniel Bryan is not that strong champion. Uh, the fact that they keep bringing him up as champion uh, leads me to believe that immediately after Money in the Bank, if he's ready to come back, he's getting that title back. Is that what? It, okay. I don't know. I, maybe I'm reading too much into that, but they keep bringing up his name. I'm, I'm reading far more into it than you are. I keep thinking that, that they're pissed at him. We're getting hurt. I think, well, I mean, what are you going to do? It could be. Well, yeah, but, you know, you can't sneeze in a, in a writer's meeting. How dare you get hurt in a wrestling ring? Maybe I'm reading too much into it. That's a possibility, too. I mean, I, I, I would love for that to happen, and I think it probably will. I think you're right. I just, there, there's, there's, ways, there's ways to do this where you don't have to just continue telling us how weak Daniel Bryan is. Right. Um, so the opening segment, they come out and make... Uh, they say there's still more spots open in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yes. So uh, they made 
a battle royal tonight with the winner getting one of those spots in the Money in the Bank championship match. Um, well, let me say the whole name. The Money in the Bank ladder match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Got to get mm-hmm. that whole thing squeezed in there. Uh, yes. And then... And it's a battle royal, not a battle royale. Yeah, it's battle royal tonight. On or off. <laughs> battle royal. No E on the end. Triple H said that certain superstars would not be included, and that would be Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and John Cena. John Cena smirked at this news. Triple H said, don't worry, John, you'll get your chance. We're going to put you in a stretcher match that we advertised to, so that we will not be made out to be liars. We're going to put you in a stretcher match against Kane. And the winner will get a championship match in the Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank. So that was your opening segment, John Cena and Kane. And then no Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns, which would lead Roman to be sneaky tonight. To make sure he can get in that match. Oh, and you see, he messed with someone's coffee, and with his back was turned, he put, oh, it was wacky. That's my fatal flaw in the Roman Reigns thing. There's nothing worse than suave Roman Reigns. Really? I'll be honest with you. He just doesn't pull it off well. It, I don't it, know. See, to me, we were talking last week on our show, and I wanted Roman Reigns to act more like he does on the backstage pass show. And this is Roman Reigns on Backstage Pass. It's suave Roman Reigns being all, you know, cute with Renee Young and, and playing Vicky Guerrero. And th- this is the Roman Reigns that I'm mean, It's a small dose. See, for me, it feels like sports entertainment Roman Reigns. And I'd much That's rather fine. have killer Roman Reigns. Well, uh, yeah. yeah you, you'll get that, too, in the ring. In the ring, but yes. But, I mean, th- there's, there's that disconnect then. Yeah. So, but, uh, but uh, we'll get to that, too. Continue. Next up. Uh, we had, I was actually shocked at all the matches that we had booked for this show. Michael Cole, after this segment, starts talking about all the matches that are booked and Sheamus and Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. And then we, we just had Triple H book those two matches right there. There was a lot of matches, a lot of wrestling to come up on WWE Raw. Uh, and one of those matches came up next, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, which I think was the third time on TV in the last week mm-hmm. uh, or week and a half. Um Seth Rollins got the win here via disqualification. It was our first DQ of the night. Uh, What I found interesting before the match started is Dolph Ziggler, uh, to get the home crowd pop, I know, but he was announced from Cleveland, Ohio, instead of Hollywood, Florida, as usual. As you know, I'm a big mark for those things. I'm a big mark for entrance music, and I pay very close attention to the announcements and who the referee is in the ring. That's me. I, I pay attention to everything on the show. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, Jeff, what'd you think of this one tonight? Match number three in the best of 805 series. <laughs> well, also Seth Rollins music is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. It, it sounds like, a, like, what did I say? I said, it sounds like a bad marching band cadence to begin with, mm-hmm. with the drums. Um, and then it's just super heavy metal. Like it's, yeah, I, I mentioned this to you is the Seth Rollins. It was like the heavy metal music he used on the indie scene when he would mosh around. If you ever saw his entrances in yeah. IWA Mid-South. Uh, it just doesn't fit in WWE, and it doesn't fit this guy. Um, I, I think it's obvious that Ziggler's here to make people look like superstars, and I, I enjoyed the heck out of this match. I, I could watch these two wrestle a million times, and they probably will end up putting it on TV a million times. Um, really enjoyed it, and then I really enjoyed I enjoyed what they did with Dean Ambrose here. I really did. I thought the character development was wonderful, especially especially the uh, the back and forth promos between the two. Oh yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. Dean ran in and uh, caused the DQ uh, win for Seth Rollins. So poor Dolph can't even get a break here. Um, 
he was wearing street clothes. So this was your first uh, official sign that the shield was over in what I like to call the go their own way breakup, which I was hoping they would do last week. And I've been hoping they would do with the shield for several weeks and months. Um, but yeah, Dull, uh, Dean Ambrose came out in street clothes, leather jacket, cut a promo on Seth Rollins that Triple H later on in the show, I mean, well, immediately in the segment, kind of made fun of, which I could do uh, without. Um, I never like when Triple H makes fun of the way that babyfaces talk. Hated that. Completely hated, undercuts them. Hated that. Uh, yeah, it does. It, I mean, I get that, uh, you know, that that's, that's smirky Triple H, but he doesn't understand the damage he does to characters when he does that. Smirky Triple H as a, ref, as a wrestler and an authority figure, either way, it doesn't work. I mean, there's as, other ways as, to get heat. Yes, and, and the problem is it's the combination of the smirky kind of biting comments combined with the oh no one can ever get one over on the cerebral assassin that's 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 it It, it's a combination of those two things that just drive people wild i think yeah not a big fan of that uh but dean ambrose cuts his promo on seth uh challenges seth rollins to a fight triple h appears on the tron to put an end to that because we cannot have that match tonight because we are most likely getting it at money in the bank which i am very excited for actually um but he books Dean Ambrose in a different match. He mocks. I don't know if he's mocking or just wants see, to do the accent. That part's fine because it's a heel. That he part's fine. Dance. And he's yeah. not mocking him. He's just talking in the accent. Exactly. Yeah. So he uh, tells him that Bad News Barrett is going to be his opponent. And that match we get uh, it started during a commercial break. But we got Dean Ambrose and Bad News Barrett afterwards. And with this one, we were two for two in the non- Finish. If you want to call them clean finish. Yeah, the non-finishes, which yeah. after our next match, we'll talk about a little bit more. But this was two of two in the non-finishes. Poor, Dean poor Ambrose Seth. and Bad News Barrett. Yeah, poor Seth had to run around halfway around the arena. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, for the last year and a half, he's, you know, basically found out everywhere there is to go in all these hallways and different arenas across the country coming out with the Shield. So he probably knew exactly where to go. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, I, Seth, it was about... I want to say 12, 13 minutes into this match that went through a commercial break in the middle of it. That was a longer one. It's a fun little match. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was good. Uh, The crowd was really into it. They were into everything so far in the show. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out through the crowd, tries to distract Dean Ambrose. Didn't quite work. Dean Ambrose hits a dive on him and Wade Barrett. Uh, Dean proceeds to battle Seth Rollins through the crowd. I had no problem with this. Yeah, no problem with this at all. I had, no problem with, I had no problem with the count-out loss because he really mm-hmm. doesn't care about the match with nope. Rollins. I mean, with, uh, with Baird. Well, yeah, it's funny. Got, he, I want to beat up the guy that I want to beat up. Yeah. The match. He gets the count-out loss. As soon as the bell... Yeah, as soon as it's announced that he lost, he... You know, Seth Rollins is beaten up on the floor at this point. Dean Ambrose gets back in the ring, gives his DDT bulldog finisher to Wade Barrett. So Dean Ambrose gets the uh, last laugh on these heels here. And then his new music plays, sign number two, that the go-their-own-way breakup was happening. Dean Ambrose now has his own look. I don't know if he's going to wrestle in jeans and a tank top like he was here tonight uh, too much longer. But he has his own look now. He has his own music now, which I was fine with. Dean Ambrose, singles superstar in the making. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll cut to the end. I thought it was a dumb move for Kane to choke slam him at the end. I didn't. Ah. That's that's the part that I didn't like. I thought it's perfectly fine. Just have him and and Rollins just fight through the crowd again. 
you could do fighting. Just keep them fighting uh, for the next two weeks until you have an actual match. You could do that, but it's one of those where all the main event players hit their own finishing moves on people. I mean, John Cena has been hit with that before. I, I don't care about that one bit. Okay, um, you think I'm being so you think I'm being a bit nitpicky there? No, because he was just the last guy in the ring. Okay. And then Kane and John Cena had to do their finish. Everyone got beaten up. I mean, Randy Orton got beaten up in that segment, you know? I, right, it, but then you get chokeslammed by Kane. There, there's a difference. I mean, that, that just kind of makes... I mean, nobody gives two craps about Kane anymore. So, I mean, having him get chokeslammed by Kane just kind of... It kind of... Uh, for me, it made it lose a little bit of the luster. Sure. Your mileage may vary. That's fine. Right. Uh, so we we get that out of the way. That was two of two. Mm-hmm. Um, backstage, this is the segment you were referring to. Oh, yes. Roman Reigns is backstage. Vicky Guerrero, holding two drinks in her hand, comes up to him. Roman is trying to talk his way into the Battle Royal for the championship match. Mm-hmm. Tries to turn Vicky against the uh, the authority. Vicky starts mm-hmm. the segment as a heel. Mm-hmm. Doing the authority's bidding. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns mentions that you're not being a Guerrero. Stand up for the Guerrero name. Vicky starts to turn babyface. She's considering Roman being put in the match. When she decides against it, Roman says, well, if you're going to be a kiss-ass, you might as well get the sweetener in their drinks like you need. And Vicky goes to get some sweetener for the coffee, which wasn't coffee, doesn't matter. Roman is left alone with these drinks, turns his back to the camera. One would assume he's putting something into the two drinks. Turns his back again. Vicky comes back out. Vicky, for no reason at all, sneezes onto the drinks, and then she turns babyface again and does not switch out the drinks. She decides, sneezes okay. And that's your segment. Roman yes, Reigns slips something sne- in the drinks. The, yes, the sneeze was the indicator that there was something in the drinks, you know, in case the whoopee cushions didn't work. So, <laughs> how, does, how, does, how does Vicky Guerrero have the power to put him in a battle royal if the authority is still there? I get after they leave and she's been charged that she can do it. Well, she's made matches on Raw before, even though she's not an authority figure on Raw. So, maybe Roman was just assuming she could do something. But yeah, okay. at least Triple H ended up putting her in charge. And we'll get to that segment in a moment. So, we had the initial planting of the seeds. There's something in the drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get to my worst nightmare, a Sheamus and Bray Wyatt match. Bray Wyatt comes out, talks about power. There's a ladder set up in the ring that would come into play later. The crowd listened to him, listened to him, listened to him. All they wanted to do was sing. In fact, they even started singing before Bray was done. Eventually, Bray gets to his song. They sing along. Happy, happy fun time. Sheamus- I love the promo. I love the promo. I thought the promo was pretty darn Bro- good. Yeah, promo's fine. Promo's good. The crowd just, uh, at this point in the game, because they've gotten over the singing so much, is they're not listening to his words anymore. Right. The crowd least, live is just waiting for him to start singing. Well, at least they're not saying what. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. It, I guess that's a good way to look at it. They're not getting on their own heads. They're not, they're not bored by it, and they're not trying to entertain themselves and get themselves over. Seamus comes out. We have a Seamus and Bray Wyatt match. This was... <laughs> Is there a worse babyface promo than Sheamus in this company in terms of the for, for the level of babyface that he is? No, because he's learned. He's doing the John Cena promos because he knows that's what they like. So he's doing it, but at least John Cena sometimes... I mean, it's John Cena. He's the top guy. You can... I'm fine with one guy doing that, I guess. But Sheamus is doing John Cena light promos. 
And yeah, it's just awful. It's been awful for two years. I mean, when I was my a favorite wee lad, my yeah. grandpappy, he told you know, it's okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, my favorite, uh, my favorite time on Raw the last two years of writing this recap is uh, is the six months or nine months it might have been that Sheamus was gone. Had to deal with a lot of Wade Barrett, Dolph Ziggler matches that kind of got old after a while, but Sheamus matches are putting me to sleep these days. And they I have just, been for a while. At this point, I just wish they'd turn him heel just so I could hear his promos as a heel and see if they're any better now. Oh, sure. Uh, Sheamus got the... Uh, did he get the win here? He did. He got the win via DQ, so this was three of three mm. with the non-finishes. So he wins via DQ because oh, the Wyatts come in, yes, interfere. Yes, yes, but wait. We have the Usos come on down. The Usos were there. Holla, holla, player. We're going to make this a tag match. No. Nope. Thank God I did do that. Teddy Long was gone. There was yeah. no one there to turn this into a six-man tag. Thank goodness. No one here to make any of these guys go one-on-one with The Undertaker. Um, yeah, so that was our six-man. So it looks definite that we're going to get Usos and the Wyatts for the tag titles at uh, Money in the Bank. Good. Give, give the titles to the Wyatts. Yeah, I... More than okay with that one. I know uh, you are, because you hate, you hate the Usos. Yeah, so that was our first three matches of the night, three non-finishes. Do you have anything to say about that? Not really, because I figure this is just place-setting for the pay-per-view anyways. It's exactly. I, I was seeing on Twitter different people complain, oh my god, another non-finish. Well, I wish we could get finishes. First of all, you got finishes later in the show, in the big stuff. All three of these matches were setting up big angles for the pay-per-view. You got good wrestling in between. You don't need every single match to have a finish, because that's what pay-per-views are for. So if you were one that was complaining about the non-finishes in this show, first of all, it was only one hour out of the next you know, three you were getting tonight. So calm down. Just ease up. Well, the problem is you can't. the way they're booking the matches is you can't give them a finish, because otherwise someone looks dumb. Right. No, I, yeah, I was... That's good. I, I I thought all three of these matches were just fine, setting up the big stuff for the pay-per-view, really setting up the entire angles for the summer. I mean, it just kept going, so I was I was fine with that. The uh before our next match, we got more with Vicky and the McMahons. Mm, physical comedy. Vicky delivered the coffee to Shane, or not Shane, but Triple H and Stephanie. And and oh and Triple H. Hit a coffee into Vicky. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <sighs> he, he accidentally knocked his coffee over right onto Vicky Guerrero. So she was covered in this drink. Stephanie's was intact, so she drank it. And Triple H wanted another one. He was upset with Vicky for him himself ruining his drink. So he sends her off to get another one. Stephanie starts slurping on hers. We got a commercial break. After the break, Stephanie, still slurping on that drink, is now talking to Renee Young. Renee wanted a prediction on the Battle Royal winner. Stephanie didn't... She couldn't get to a uh, finish of her sentence because she started to feel crappy. Mm-hmm. For your consideration for Emmy, Best Supporting Actress. She was feeling sick. Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Who was terrible. She felt under the weather now. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to get sick. She runs off. That's some fast acting stuff. Yeah. No, it was quick. She was seemingly fine. And then two seconds later, she's gone. Uh, she leaves. Paul Heyman appears with Renee. Ah, yes. And he spoils the main event of Money in the Bank. 
He tells us that Cesaro is winning. So now I guess we have our new champion. Cesaro is going to be your world champion. I got no issue with that. Uh, Rusev completely destroyed Heath Slater, who's now the American rock star. Heath Slater is a great, great man. And yes. he makes people look good. And he, and he cuts brilliantly stupid promos that make him look like a geek. I love Heath Slater. There's no, I have no complaints about Heath Slater. For those of uh, you out there who, when Drew McIntyre and Jinder, Jinder Mahal were released and you were saying, why did Heath get to stay? Why not Heath Slater? Well, this is why. Heath Slater's better than those two folks. So the American rock star, JBL noted he is now only one MB. No one explained why. He's just one MB now. One megabyte. Yep. Pretty small amount of data. Mm-hmm. Small brain right there. That's all you need. Well, he's a southern megabyte. Stephanie McMahon, still sick, backstage, threw up all over Vicky Guerrero. And if there's any indication that Vicky Guerrero is on her way out of the company, tonight is your indication. I got to figure she's getting fired on Monday. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is this is a swan song. You you, you humiliate these people and and then you send them on their way. This this is their move. Yeah, she's uh, she's done for. Um, So she's gone. And uh, that basically led Roman Reigns into having some fodder to get himself in the uh, Money in the Bank match. He basically used this against him. Says the authority, uh, they don't care about Vicky. This is Vicky's last chance to get some payback, if you will. Get one up on the authority. And Vicky agrees. She puts Roman Reigns in the Battle Royal for later on in the show. Now, is this, we'll go with the, if this were real. Aren't there better ways to get... If you're in charge of getting revenge on people who hurt you, then putting someone in a battle royal, give them the belt. I know you can't do that, but still. It just seems... You're just going to leave me out here to dry, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> I just It was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're going to get revenge on them. Put me in the battle royal. Which... When you think about it, they could just change next week if they wanted to because they're the authority. They are the authority. They can do whatever they want. They can I mean, remove this Roman is a, Reigns. This is a group that screwed over Daniel Bryan out of the title 30 seconds after he won it. You don't think they can just reverse the, the, the results of a battle royal? They can do whatever they want. Okay. Uh, Kevin Hart met with Renee Young. He was the special guest tonight. He's starring you know? in three new movies over the next three weeks, I believe. Mini Chris Tucker. At least it seems like that. He's a mini. He's a small man. I want. I wanted a feud with him and El Torito. He's a small guy. El Torito, not that much smaller. But that being said, one of the better celebrity guests they've had, and he was into it, and he was game, and I loved it. I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest Kevin Hart fan in the world because I think he's in every movie. Yeah. Uh, He's a mainstream but, star. He's an he's an A-lister at this point. But I thought the I thought the interplay between him and Renee was pretty good. I thought uh, when he did commentary, he was he was pretty pretty fantastic. <laughs> JBL's righteous indignation at him becoming a rosebud made me laugh for no, some sure. reason. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, he did not want to join the rosebuds originally. Adam Rose comes up when he's getting interviewed with his new posse or his Cleveland posse at least tonight. Yes. And uh, they want him to be a rosebud. He declines. He's very against it. 
And then in our next match, over the course of the match, he decided to change his mind. He started kind of liking the music and kind of liking Adam Rose. I, I thought I thought Hart's reaction to A, Layla. was like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And then his reaction to Van Dyke was it's like, look at his pants. Oh, that was great. I just It was like, okay, great. Stay away. Don't feed him lines like you did Dennis Miller right. or anybody. Just stay away. Let comedians do their thing because the look of just – what the hell have I got myself into mm-hmm. throughout 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 the match was was just great. I thought. I, I mean, I <laughs> that's how this is how you do a celebrity guest. The match itself was Adam Rose and Summer Rae against Fandango and Layla. The match went about two minutes. Summer Rae and Layla just inexplicably left ringside, and <laughs> Summer was chasing Layla out for whatever reason. Adam got the win with his uh, with his move, the party foul. Mm-hmm. And that was it. They Kevin Hart danced with the the group to exit the building, and that was your Kevin Hart appearance tonight to put over Adam Rose. That was a interesting choice. Yeah, um, but I, I before the show, and I didn't want to. At least say he anything. didn't have. At least he didn't have like that stupid divas segment where they're all backstage with the celebrity and they're uh-huh. ooing and eyeing and sure. the other dumb crap that they tend to do when they have a celebrity backstage. I I didn't I wasn't a hundred percent on it. I really thought they would do something with Bo Dallas and Kevin Hart. Oh that would have been great. I, I thought that's where they were gonna go. Uh, no reason to think that I just thought it. But they did not. They picked Adam Rose for this one. Uh the next match was our co main event of the evening. It was the Money in the Bank Qualification Battle Royal. There were a lot of dudes, but not as many dudes as there could have been as last week because Battle Royal guys were cut last week. Mm-hmm. Damien Sandow was wearing a Heat jersey. Wearing a LeBron jersey in yep. Cleveland. Roman Reigns got a slightly remixed version of the Shield theme as his new music. It's a little bit slower. Cuts out the Shield intro in the beginning. So he got to keep the music. Um Ironically enough, on this show, the only ones wearing shield gear were Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Seth needs new gear fast. Yes. He needs either go back to the trunks that he was wearing or find something. But he should not be wearing that shield gear anymore. Um, Unless unless they're doing something dumb like a one-man Praetorian Guard gimmick for him. Yeah, but Roman's got that deal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Your final uh, four were Bo Dallas, Rusev... Roman Reigns and Big E. And guess who won, Jeff? You don't need to I, guess because you know because you watched it. Yes. So Roman Reigns won. Roman Reigns runs. The, fu- yes, the real stars of this battle royal yes. were Rusev and Bo Dallas. They sure were. Rusev was freaking awesome in this battle. This is the Rusev I want. This, was this, the, is, the, this is the killer Rusev. This Thrust kicking mother efforts. Yeah, Sorry, this was the Rusev us. we've been waiting for and we've been calling for. Oh, and that, but see, this is, this is the other classic flaw is then they have, I mean, if you're not going to, I mean, I, they, they've been building him up. Why have him go out like that in a battle royal with, with like the punch and like just the dead weight thing. Don't, don't even put him in the battle royal if he's not going to win. I was a little surprised that he was in it to begin with. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, the way they did it, I was completely fine with this. I mean, you have Roman Reigns who's in the main event of the pay-per-view because of this win against Rusev, who's a monster. Rusev was hanging, you know, Rusev got more offense on Roman than 
Roman got on Rusev. I mean, he was battling up there. It was good. Yeah. The crowd bought into it really big. Like, this is where you knew that everything they've been doing with Rusev is paying off. Because the crowd saw him as a big deal. And they saw this clash between Rusev and Roman Reigns as a big deal. Well, they also let him do stuff. I mean, when they were letting him do stuff in the ring, that set up that, that eventual confrontation. Because up until then, if he had been doing the stuff he had been doing in his squash matches, no one would, no one, that, that reaction doesn't happen, I don't think. Do you? No. No, okay. I, I mean, it, obviously, the reaction happened because of everything that's been going on with him. Yeah. But I, I really liked it a lot. I, but uh, I, think, I think that heightened it a bit, at least. Yeah. But Bo Dallas was certainly a star. He got some eliminations. He was there till uh, I believe he was the second to last one eliminated. I think he was the third guy in. He was in the final yeah. three. Big E got some offense in there. Big they E did, got some offense, yeah. They did a lot of the standard stuff that they do for builds with guys that they want to be powerhouses. They ha- always have them beat a tag team up for some reason. And Ryback's all got the call this time. And, you know, mm-hmm. Ryback was at least looking good for a while there oh, sure, until, yeah. until that moment. Yep. It, it was a little clunky in the middle with just guys laying around not doing anything for a while, which kind of – it's kind of like they were all looking up to see, okay, is it time for me to get up, time for me to get up? But uh-huh. uh, overall, I mean, it, it was a long battle royal, so you'd kind of expect that. Um, I find it interesting – now looking back at the show that you know while i think we both thought or at least i was thinking in my mind that you know this would be a rollins push and that both rollins and dean ambrose were far bigger stars or at least had bigger star potential right now that they're just going to go through with the plan to to super push roman reigns who you know it's i guess it's sink or swim time for him yeah and We'll we'll see what happens at the pay per view. I would not be surprised. There's, I would say, what five guys in the Money in the Bank ladder match that I could see winning that championship. I thought they'd give him a couple more months to get and get more comfortable on the microphone. To oh, be honest I, with you, I feel that's what they will do. But well, I mean, by 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 still protecting him within the Ambrose partnership. Oh sure. You know, I, having him having him have someone to play off of, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I mean. He's not quoting Jim Croce this week, thank goodness. But uh, but he's on his own. It's yeah. It's no longer a tandem. The shield is officially over. The training wheels are off. Let's put it that. They way. went their own way. Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns are just singles guys now. Uh, so he wins the battle royal. He gets that uh, penultimate spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match for now. They yeah. could always they could always come back next week and go. Well, Rusev's the real winner because and it would still be the same. And you know then. They give kind of if Daniel Bryan doesn't come back, then Roman Reigns becomes kind of the whipping boy of the authority eventually, who they keep screwing over and over and over again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's certainly a cliffhanger for next week's Raw. You still got a couple of weeks before uh, Money in the Bank. Now, keep in mind there are people now yelling at their computer or whatnot that Hawkins is stupid and that they won't do that. I'm saying it's a possibility. I I think. 98% chance Roman Reigns is in this match. I feel like he's going to be in the match, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's in the match. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win either. But I could see, like I said, I would not be surprised if five... The, the only one that I would be surprised if... I'd be surprised if Alberto Del Rio won. Yes. And if Alberto Del Rio actually did win, then Daniel Bryan is coming back that night. Yeah. And then uh, who's the other one I would be surprised about? I would be surprised Sheamus? if Sheamus won. I wouldn't be terribly shocked if Sheamus won, but he'd have to turn heel that night. Yeah, that's true. He would have to be the heel uh, that night. And cut a hell of a promo the next day to get me to buy it. 
Paige defeated Cameron with the PTO. Where yeah. are you on this name? Do you care about what her finisher is called? You mean the modified Scorpion crosslock that she calls the PTO? Yes. Just call it the PTO. Yeah. The pages tap out. You don't, you don't have to go through the, the big spiel, Michael Cole. Hey, just, wants to, just call it the PTO. Wants to get it over. Just make sure people know what it is. That's all. I was more interested because I'm watching this, I guess, because I've had this feud on white noise in the back of my mind that I wasn't sure who the heel in the face was to begin with. And I thought at first because Paige was being so hyper aggressive that, oh, this is the start of the turn. But I guess I guess they're going to split up the Funkadactyls and that's going to be the way they go, which yeah, is fine. It's, it's looking that way. Cameron's going to be a uh, a heel. This would be hey, your next hey, season take, of Total Divas. Hey, take that, Brodus. We're going to use your music. Screw you. <laughs> Still. <laughs> or or was it always... It was always Ernest the Cat's Millers in my in my mind. Or was it always the Funkle, Funkadactyls music and Brodus Clay was just using it? Eh, Funkadactyls didn't come out till a few weeks later. Yeah, because whatever. because they uh, they introduced her on the uh, on the microphone, but you never saw them for a couple weeks. I see. Mm. Well, there Chicken goes that e- theory. Chicken egg. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, I'm right for once. We got the reveal. Of Goldust's new tag team partner. It was not Damian Sandow dressed as Goldust. It was Cody Rhodes. It was not Dustin Rhodes. It was not. It was Cody Rhodes. It was not Damian Sandow. It was. Dressed as Stardust. Oh, dear God. Stardust with full with the yellow face paint with the black star in between. He's doing the AJ Styles gimmick where he's got the star on his gloves and he puts his gloves out uh, to show that little signal. Um, yeah, Cody Rhodes has no, been Rob killed dead. Rob McCann, nothing wrong with the Board of Woods, if you will. I used to wear polka dots to the ring, and I was entertaining. So I think my thumbs would be very good. <laughs> I can't hold that. I just thought, I just thought either Dusty or Dusty's scar on his belly was turning over in its grave watching the segment. Cody seemed to be enjoying it good enough. Oh, I think I think they I think they sold the hell out of it. Don't get me wrong. I I thought I think they were both having the times of their lives. I just think this might be death for for the Rhodes brothers. They beat Axelback, Rybaxel. Uh Cody got the win. He pinned Curtis Axel, who by the way, this crowd, there were like a group let's, of guys in the let's crowd. Go I heard it. They were really trying to start the Let's Go Axel chance, yes, as you know. And it just wasn't working. But it might have been like a group of 10 or 12 different guys just trying to start that chant all throughout the Battle Royal, all throughout this match. But Cody gets the win. He is Stardust. His music is cool. Comes out. Pins Curtis Axel after giving him the Diamond Dust. The Diamond Dust has made its way to WWE. Mm -hmm. The top rope flipping stunner. Um, he's got to practice that move a little bit. Yeah, just a little. He's got to learn how to hit it correctly. Maybe, maybe call up Masato Tanaka. Say, "Hey, how do you do this, bro? How, how dare you root for Curtis Axel, you Cleveland hipsters? Take that!" These Cleveland hipsters who got Curtis <laughs> Axel twice, but did not get the Miz once. And you know what? I think they would take that trade. Oh, who wouldn't? We had the main event: John Cena versus Kane. 
Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose all got involved uh, for a little bit. As you note, Kane finished Dean Ambrose off with a choke slam. Wait, hold on a second here. What? I, I'm having a, a stream of thought. Uh, okay. Conversation. So, so Let it flow. Dust, so if Dustin Rhodes is gold dust. Yes. And Cody Rhodes is stardust. Yes. Is Dusty Rhodes dust dust? No, he is Dusty Rhodes. Okay, good. Yes. What about Sapphire? Sapphire is Dead. nothing. Okay. Right. Yeah. You got to keep everything straight. <laughs> got to stop and trying I, to make something out of nothing. And Alexander York slash Terry Runnels. I watched that. <laughs> I watched the Clash of the Champions with the introduction of Terry Taylor as the computerized as the Taylor, man. As, as the tailor-made man? The computerized man of the 1990s. Of course, <laughs> Gary Michael Capetta introduces him as that. Before the match, before it, it's actually introduced that he is Alexander York's new man. So that was fun. Um, oh, yeah. Early 90s. I've been watching some of those early 90s Clash of the Champions on your suggestion. Well, they are. They are. Well, okay. You have to ask me for specific ones. They're not all gold. Trust me. I tell you, I'm enjoying the ones that are horrible more. Are you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's this nothing. Is, this is the okay. WCW I remember. All right, this is an aside because uh, I'm sorry, but you got to watch Wrestle War '89. I know, I still haven't. Because the best, I think I told you about the, this segment, or maybe I've, I've said about the air before, or yep. the Ranger Ross segment uh -huh. where they build them up and they squash them in five minutes to Butch Reed. <laughs> when when we first started talking about the WWE Network, I think this was one of your first suggestions of things I had to watch. Oh, and I, I still well, haven't I done think, it yet. I think it was fresh in my mind because of that. You know, you take the good and you take the bad with with, uh, with overlong WCW pay-per-views, which have great, great mid-card and top-of-the-card feuds, but some of the lower-card stuff where you're getting Tommy Rich 20-minute broadways is leave something to be desired. But uh, let, let's continue on Raw. John Cena beat Kane. Yay. In a stretcher match. Gave him the AA on the stretcher up at the entrance ramp. Pushed him over the magical yellow line. And we have our final entrant in Money in the Bank. At least hey. as for now. Oh, wait, no, John no, Cena. It is oh. Mr. John Cena. What a shock. John Cena gets his shot. He is a Money in the Bank winner in the past. Now, now, let me ask you something. Did he mess up that last stretcher spot? With the AA? No, when he was putting, when he was putting Kane on the stretcher and the oh, stretcher no. tipped over. No, was it, okay. it, was, it was putting over how hard it was going to be for him to get Kane to sit on that stretcher. Well, because it because he's so big, because it defies all reality. John Cena could lift Kane up and get him to the stretcher on his back. Daniel Bryan needed a forklift. Mm -hmm. Because he's a weak champion. Because he's a small little puny man. I mean, put Daniel Bryan next to Kevin Hart. If Daniel Bryan was up here, they should have put him next to Kevin Hart, made him look like a giant badass. Okay. Because Kevin Hart was a puny man. Daniel That's Bryan was a lot bigger than Kevin Hart. It's best to just keep Daniel Bryan off right now because you're only going to do further damage. Oh, I'm to just saying if he was here, if he wasn't hurt, and you have Kevin Hart showing up on the show, put but them next to each a, other. We could have a three-way with Torito, Hornswoggle, and Kevin Hart. We could? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, unless I they could. keep the streak alive of pre-show matches involving Torito I'd and have, Hornswoggle. I'd rather have that than Kevin Hart and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I just would. I don't need a segment with I'm just saying that that would have been your perfect opportunity to put Daniel Bryan next to a really small guy. Okay. That, that's all I'm saying. Oh, all right. That's all I'm saying. So 
going over this Raw, how could you not think this is one of the better Raws of all time? Uh, I thought it was a good Raw. I thought it was good, too. I, 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 I didn't think it was a great Raw. I thought it was a very good Raw. I just, I, there were just, I just thought for every two, two steps of character development, they took one step back on Rusev, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose. And that, that was my minor thing. That's all. So going into the Money in the Bank, we have, while not official, we have quite a few matches. I'm looking forward to the show. Oh, I am too. The Money in the Bank match usually delivers. You have that all set up. I'm thankful they didn't do the rumored second ladder match. I don't want a second ladder match. Why, why would I, yeah, you go I don't think it's the, happening now for sure because I mean, there's no one to be in it. Well, it's just, it just defies logic. Why would you go into the one for the belt when you could wait for the, when you could win the number one against a bunch of lesser competitors, wait for the guy to pull the belts down, and then cash in then? Well, I don't know about that whole logic. Okay. Because it's one extra step. You still have to beat seven guys to get a shot, and it's not guaranteed that you'll win yeah, the title. Yeah, but you're beating Dolph Ziggler and company. You know, you're beating the you're beating Kofi Kingston. Dolph, I mean, you put Rusev in there against Kofi, Dolph, Heath Slater, Fandango, Barrett, and someone else, and it's fine. Fandango beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Dolph Ziggler took Seth Rollins to the limit tonight. Seth Rollins was thanking God he escaped that match without a loss. These are some tough dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you have the tag I'm title match. Totally, no, I'm totally no selling that. Continue. Tag, so main event ladder match, tag title match, probably a Divas Championship match, maybe a three way with the Funkodactyls and Page. Yeah. Um, what else? You got Seth Rollins and R- Dean Ambrose, which I can't wait. Yeah, that for. one's good. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think there's gonna be some there's gonna be some made up on the spot matches that have some connection to former matches like you might get another biggie rusev match yeah you might yep and that's fine rusev give another squash win um yeah liking this uh this money in the bank has all the makings to be pretty 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 okay yeah and then cm punk will enter the match and climb the ladder and no no no, he won't no he won't jeff cm punk is not coming back good that's what I've been calling for. You were the one making up these rumors about CM Punk coming back. I don't remember this at all. Okay. It has fully escaped my mind. Mm. I've been concentrating too much on getting this show on Stitcher to care about CM Punk being back in the main events. <laughs> did you buy them a wedding present? I did not. Did you find their registry at all? The, the one time, the one time... When I was working IWA Mid-South and I met CM Punk, he was backstage for whatever. He Did you shake very, his hand? He was not very... Well, I went up to him because that's what you do. You go up yeah. to someone you haven't met and you shake, you shake their hand when you're backstage. And he, he shook, did not, did not look at me. Shook it. Kept moving right on past. Wasn't the nicest guy in the world, which I don't care. I mean, I was... At this point, it was, you know, half of the people in there shouldn't have been in there anyway. So he probably thought I was one of them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Not the nicest guy. Never met AJ. I'm not buying them a present. Saving my money. So CM Punk stiffed you. Yeah. That makes him my favorite wrestler. Damn it. <laughs> he was no Chuck Taylor, that's for sure. So I guess uh, SmackDown, we have uh, Roman Reigns versus... Um, who did they announce him against? Was it, was it, uh, was it Bad News Barrett? 
I believe so. I will confirm that. We'll right. find it out. And while I'm confirming That's that... That's interesting that they're going to have them doing a singles match on, on SmackDown. Usually they don't do that with the guys they're reserving for star treatment. But okay. Roman, Roman Reigns against Alberto Del Rio. Oh, Alberto Del Rio. That's who it was. Alberto Del Rio. This, this, this is the beginning of the matchup, the competitors against each other booking that they always do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fine with that. Um, any thoughts... On, I mean, I said it in a joking manner, but TNA has their Hall of Fame, which so far they've tried to see, they've tried to treat seriously. They had Sting go in the first one, they had Kurt Angle go in the second one. Bully Ray is going into the TNA Hall of Fame. Uh, care or not care? Well, let me start by saying this: I think Slammiversary was a pretty good show. Um, not a Great show, but a pretty good show. Uh, and also, I think for all the crap Dixie takes for being an in-ring character, Stephanie deserves just as much crap because I don't think that either are a great actress at all. So, Oh, man. Yeah. Jeff, were... I don't know. I love Stephanie. I thought Stephanie over the last six months has been the best she's ever been, which, well, according to you, may not be saying much. I, yeah, okay. Different strokes for different folks. We, we, Speaking we agree of strokes. Speaking of strokes, the oh, shirt she was wearing tonight. Stop. Those were balloons in there. They were in. Infl- I'm. I swear. Good lord. There was something really? going on. There was something going on in there tonight. Oh, Normally, I wouldn't comment, but I'm saying there was something in there. It was like an animal it. trying to get free. Oh my god, we've taken a turn for the misogynist. No, I'm just saying there was something in her shirt. That's all I'm saying. They're called know. boobs, and all women have them, they well, were, except if they've had mastectomies. Whatever but. was in there was irregularly shaped and gigantic. <laughs> it was a it was sweater badgers. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you God. said it, not me. I know. I sh- Oh, God. What I do for being comic relief. Um, I don't particularly care about the TNA Hall of Fame. I went to Bound for Glory this past year. It didn't the feud over the ring with Kurt Angle, but I do know that to the Dudleys, it's very important that they're thought of as the greatest tag team of all time. I know that's important to them, um, or at least to someone within them. Uh, that's why it was important that they get a run with the WCW tag belts when when the merger happened, so they could say they held belts in every federation. Uh I don't think they're the greatest tag team of all time. Uh, I think they've been solid, solid contributors. I, I think, I, th- I think their WWE run for me undervalues them as a tag team because they didn't really do a lot of tag team maneuvers. They did the spots, you know, the was up and get the tables and, you know, sports entertainment Dudleys. But you know, I've, I've never had a problem. I mean, I've always enjoyed watching the Dudleys work for the most part. So. You know, if they want to put them in a Hall of Fame, good on them. I think I think it I think it kind of shuts the door on a WWE Hall of Fame induction for a few years, but I don't think they're going to get in for a few years until at least Bully Ray was out of the scene. Yeah, until he's done with TNA, he's not getting in. Yeah, um, which I-, I expect them at some point to get in. Yeah, and as far should. as tag teams, when you're talking about, I think I think any anybody involved in that tables, ladders, and chairs set from the early 2000s right. deserves to get in and they should go in together yes put edge in although, twice although, i'm fine with that edge, yeah you can put edge and christian in yeah sure you, you can put edge and christian in. 
Yeah. I mean, Ric Flair's in twice. Why not Edge? Yeah, it's like Eric Clapton. Doesn't in the matter. Hall of Fame. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Put them all in. Like, uh, when did they have their first one? It was WrestleMania 2001, right? WrestleMania 17? I believe so. All right. Well, if they're still available, uh, WrestleMania 37, put them in in the 20th anniversary. It's a long enough time. Bully Ray will be done wrestling by then. Hopefully, they'll all be alive. Yeah. So I put them in on the 20th anniversary. I'm fine with that, putting them all in. Um, yeah, and that was uh, WWE. So we're headed right to Money in the Bank. Excited for this show. Hopefully, they don't do anything next week on Raw to kill it for me. Uh, this week's Raw, thumbs up, even if it was slight thumbs up. Oh, no, I won't even say slight. I'll say moderate thumbs up. You you went enthusiastic thumbs up. It's better than... Uh, it was better. Than, it was better than last week. Better than the last couple of weeks have been. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I only remember the disappointment of the main event angle with Seth Rollins. But yeah, I I was fine with this show. Uh, I look forward to seeing what they're going to do. Uh, gonna skip SmackDown again because SmackDown, in the grand scheme of things, has not mattered for so long. SmackDown this past week was pretty darn good. I mean, the the Rollins uh, Bray Wyatt match. I did. Yeah. Ambrose seen. and Bray Wyatt. Or Ambrose. Yes. I said Rollins. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yep, Ambrose and Bray Wyatt. But uh, yeah, so the big news I'm taking out of this is they finally did it. They finally did a breakup of a tag team where they just go their own way because they have new motivations. They didn't have to fight. Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns didn't have to get in a fight right after Seth Rollins left the group. I like that they did that. Yeah, I, I yeah. And there it is. We will be back next week to see if WWE ruined everything going into Money in the Bank. Um, I, I do want to ask you this before we go. One final thing. Will we, have an, will we have an update on Slammiversary and, and the effects on TNA booking? No. <laughs> that was all the TNA talk you're going to get for a little while. PWG talk? Maybe. Okay, I'll do that. If, uh, if Matt Seidel shows up at some point, we I'll may just the, have to. I might be at the show, so. And cool. then I... May possibly, in six days, be live at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Ooh, nice. It is possible. So we might see some live tweeting on the at uh, Shake Them Ropes Twitter, possibly. Mm. Maybe a live first-person account from the Ring of Honor show with Daniels and Kazarian, formerly, nice. formerly a tag team in TNA, known as Bad Influence. Love them. They are battling Red Dragon, I believe, for the tag titles. Love them on that show. So it should be a fun time. Uh, if I go, I will live tweet at shake them ropes. Uh, you can follow us at shake them ropes and we are on iTunes and stitcher. So if you want to be able to get new episodes of the show, right when they're released, instead of having to manually find it, like we've been doing the last several, several months, uh, you can add us on iTunes or stitcher and also on downcast. Yes. Downcast mm-hmm. as well with our uh, feed. All the information is available on our website, shakethemropes.com. Or if you just go into Stitcher and iTunes and search for Shake Them Ropes, it will come right up. And Downcast. Yeah, Yeah, Downcast, you can do the search and you can find it too. Absolutely. Perfect. So we are right there. Uh, So find us, follow us. And if you'd like to call in on future shows, our information is up there too. Jeff, thank you for doing our post-roll. Wait, you, you had a question for me. I had a question for you? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. I did have a question for you. Okay. It was in regards to... Now I have to remember where they're at next week. WWE Raw next week. Okay. By the way, WWE came to a house show in my town yesterday. I did not go. The main event was Kane and Sheamus. 
you can imagine my lack of caring about that battle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next week, Raw is in Washington, D.C. at the Verizon Center. My question for you is, one, does Batista show up because it's hometown? Two, who could Damian Sandow possibly be in Washington, D.C.? Does he come out as President Obama? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm just thinking blackface, and that would just be the worst. Well, thing I don't want to go that far. I'm just saying, okay. I'm trying to think uh, of who he can come out as as Washington D.C. There's really not. I mean, who are you going to come out sports wise? Uh, you don't need to do sports. You yeah, do George Washington as a former president. Yeah, you can do any Howard Taft guy. in a fat suit. George Washington will be fine. Abe Lincoln. Okay. Abe Lincoln. Abe Sandow coming out next week for his Gro- big. Grover Cleveland. If he even gets on the show. We'll have to find out. That William was my Henry, question for you, William Joe. Henry Harrison. There That's, you go. Final prediction. Um, I don't think Batista... Well, if Batista shows up, it's just for a quick backstage hi and goodbye. Just I don't for think a quick thing. That, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he does. Okay. I think I think they hold off until the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, plugging until uh, he comes back. Makes sense to me. And with that, we will see everyone next week for more talk on WWE. Thank you, Jeff Hawkins. I'm Rob McCarran. Goodbye. Goodbye. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app firehouse subs enjoy more subs save more lives participating locations limited time only plus tax prices may vary for delivery enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.